there, partner. Hey, Josh. Riley. I'm glad you got the black shirt memo tonight. Let's go. Dude, come on, man. Classy, bro. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. And, uh, it, dude, it jumps me right off into a certain topic that I want to get your opinion on. So, women have see-through dresses. We're getting straight to it today, Jim. <laughs> women have, like, see-through dresses or, like, hmm. I, I don't know. They have, like, cheat code outfits. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's no equivalent, there's no equivalent to, like, there's no equivalent to, like, male lingerie, you know? <laughs> now... <laughs> I I would say you're you're correct about that. You see where I'm going with and, this, Jay? And for a good I mean, reason. Um, is that something you would want? No, I'm just saying. I mean, kind of. That'd be kind of sick. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if I could wear something and know I can immediately, you know. Yeah. Like um, have to be now, now let me ask you this, and I'll, I'll start with saying pause because I <laughs> I know where this is going, but. Um, okay. what, what about gray sweatpants season? That's, that's what we're, that's what I'm talking about. Like, okay. is there anything better than gray sweatpants? Pause? <laughs> okay. I mean, like, that's, that's what I mean. Uh, I, I know you're into the inventions, Jim, you know, keeping a running list. Wow. There's a story. Hear- I got a, I've created a nice prototype this weekend. Um, are you able to share it on the pod? Yeah. 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 It's, it's all good. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. In a, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, is there anything better? No, and I think it's because I've always been. I have the same pair of gray sweatpants I've had since seventh grade. Seventh grade mm-hmm. Christmas, I got them. They've been they've been my dogs ever since. A pair of Nikes. They're all ratty now, but um, yeah, nothing better. And I think it goes with the season too, right? Because we're we're now into fall. We're getting into the real holidays. Shit's kicking off. Right, but here's my thing about the gray sweatpants movement, right? Mm-hmm. If if you're supposed to be proud about showing off your junk wearing these gray sweats, you're not, like, the women aren't the only people that see that. There's <laughs> children around, there's grandparents around. For sure. So it's like, how can you even feel comfortable proudly flaunting that? Um, yeah, I honestly, I, I wear shorts under my sweatpants every time I wear them. So I'm, I'm not even flaunting dong out there, but it, it feels Correct. like some people, uh, definitely do. And there's a fine line between sexual harassment and just wearing a pair of gray sweatpants that you, you <laughs> summed it up perfectly. Jim. Give me, talk to me about your inventions. I want to hear it. <laughs> um, so, uh, I've been hunting a lot while well, trying to hunt. Uh, I was going to ask about hunting season. I saw some Instagram stories on the good old yes. boat. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I've been, uh, first off I'm, I'm using stuff from like the seventies. I have like an old ass trolling motor that's falling apart. My boats from, I think it said 1941. It was like, uh, it, it's crazy. Old ass shit. Um, mm-hmm. And then a new battery, which is probably not the smartest thing. Old electronics and and new electronics combined is uh, kind yeah. of a no go. But more um, juice than she could handle, maybe. Exactly. So it gets hot as shit. I burnt the hell. You can't really see it, but I have like a blister on my finger because I was undoing. It doesn't have gator clips. So you can just clip on. You have to unscrew nuts in the or bolts, I guess. I forget which one. Yeah. But it was super hot. Burnt the shit out of my thumb. Um. So, hey, you kiss your burns, or oh, I 
immediately lick them. But I was handling a dead duck earlier that day. So it was just like, didn't even think about it. Ah. Thumb in the mouth. And I'm like, hmm. Mm, hand sanitizer, my boy. No, that's boy, no. Um, I know, and I don't keep that Underrated shit essential for hunting, huh? Uh, yes and no, because I feel like sometimes the germs are what keep you, uh, yeah, exactly, keep you healthy, you know what I mean? Keep that, that ecosystem good. Um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, so when you're duck hunting, the best time to duck hunt is like the first 30, 45 minutes of the day, and then, like, the last 30, 45 minutes of the day. And, obviously, there's spurts in between and, like, shit different days. But that's usually, like, the go-to. Um, and I don't have a hunting dog. So, if you have a hunting dog, it's like you shoot a bird, send them out, and, like, back in two, three minutes, you're good. I only but are have, you on the water? So, I'm shooting off a levee over water. And the water is just over waist deep. I go hunting a lot, though, and I'm, like, I'm not... I'm not testing it at all. Right. I have waders. I can get in there pretty deep, but I'm like, there's no reason to like go in over my wader and literally drown out there. Like that would be the most humiliating way to go out. Um, yeah. Just being a floater is literally like Starsky and Hutch. Just someone poking at me, finding my wallet, taking my cash. That's all, all I think about out there. So anyways, what I have to do is when I shoot a duck, I have to take the boat, and I have to go out and get it myself, which is like 10 minute process. That's like a third of the time that, uh, is, is prime time. So mm -hmm. I try to, it's not really an invention. It's just a grappling hook, but it has to be lightweight enough to throw out like 50 yards. And so, okay. yeah. Right. And maybe a little, maybe a little rocket release. Well, that's what my, my dream would be Shoot to have out. exactly like a net inside of a, a 12 gauge shotgun shell that you shoot and then you shoot your net like past the duck and then you bring it out. That's, that's just a pipe dream. Never going to happen. Um, but sick, uh, you know, I love inventing things. I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. so I, I'm trying to do this grappling hook and, uh, I literally spent like all day. Uh, was it yesterday? No, two days ago, whatever, whatever day it was spend all day. Like what, what materials am I going to use? What am I, okay. what's, what's the plan of? Yeah. And so, uh, I'm a big sketch guy. I don't have my notebook on me. Big sketch guy. Um, yeah. so I go a bunch of different places and I finally decide on like uh metal, uh, skewers for like, uh, s'mores. Mm -hmm. And it's like good enough thickness to where it'll hold a shape, but like you can still kind of bend it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I get those and I mean, just classic prototype fashion. We're talking duct tape up the wazoo. Yep. And I get it in a nice hook. Exactly. And it's like, it's like rock hard, uh, pause in the, <laughs> in the, in the center. And it's like holding, and I'm like, okay, this is perfect. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go try this out now. So I go out there and, uh, I hunt, I'm like, okay, if I shoot a duck, like I'll, I'll just run it then. If not, Whenever the day's over, I'll, I'll give it a toss. So I, I hunt the whole day, shoot nothing. It's just kind of a dry day. I'm like, fuck, sucks. But uh, I'll take a cast, uh, a couple casts, figure this out, and uh, see see if the prototype really works for for the next hunt day. So I'm all excited. And I, I'm talking to my dad the whole day. I'm like, oh, God. Like, never, I'm not, never too proud of myself. But, like, on this one, like, this is... This is a good idea. You gave idea. it your all. Right. And so yeah. I put it on a fishing pole. That's what I did. I, I put it on a fishing pole with some 30-pound test, which is like a good amount of 
strength you need to, to break one of those off. Okay. <clears throat> so I go out there and the first, like, I'm like, like trying to get like the, you know what I mean? Like before I throw it, I'm like, how am I like going to do this? Yeah. And then I, it's finally, heavy, right? Yeah. It's, it's not like super heavy. It's, yeah. I mean, it's no heavier than like you would use deep sea fishing, like that, that sort right. of weight. Um, so it's probably a pound and a half. Ever been deep sea fishing? I've never, not, not when I'm of age to actually do anything. Like I went, yeah. we, we went when we were little and we just kind of hung around the boat. Um, I would love to catch a big game, huh? Yeah, dude, so much fun. I see Dahl ripping up some rock cod and lean cod. I'm like, God, sick. Um, but anyways, I go, I go to take a cast and I take a crow hop as one does, uh, as a baseball player and I throw it and I like, it's launched and I'm like so happy and it's, it's going, going, going. And it reaches like the apex and all of a sudden just snaps. Oh no. The the hook flies off into the fucking ether into oh. <laughs> into salt water, never to be seen again. Uh, the bobber I had on it gets hucked. I mean, the thing was a it was a bomb. I I'll give myself that. Um, but it just snapped right, and so I literally put into day's work for nothing. Um, mm-hmm. and it just absolutely sucks. So uh, I'm going back to workshop it. I I ended up killing. Exactly. A duck this yeah. weekend. I have a real grappling hook too. It's just a little heavy. That's my issue. I need something gotcha. lightweight. Um, but I did kill a duck this weekend. Felt nice. Get get off the schneid. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. First one of the season. First one of the season. Um, it was a sitting duck too. That's it's bad. Some people don't oh, even shoot those. Wow. But it came into the decoys and it just sat there for a second. I was like, yeah, do I like? Sometimes I'll like scare them off, like take a step so they fly and then shoot. I was like. Yeah, this is a guarantee. I'm I'm rolling this bitch. Fuck off. Bah! Um, wow. But yeah, and then oh, dude, another. Do I one. need a hunting license to join you? No, so I can bring two people out there without a hunting. You can't shoot anything, but you could come out and fucking yeah. chill. Maddie T and Kenny came out there with me once, and it was miserable. I felt so bad. We I didn't shoot my gun at all. They were both like we were sitting in goose shit. It was so bad. Um. But I go to a, a new spot now. New spot. Gotcha. More gotcha. more user friendly. Um, <laughs> but before oh, the morning of that hunt, uh, I'm sitting in a chair, and it's like a it's like a folding chair. It folds flat, but it's got like a back piece and then two legs, whatever. Um, and I'm sitting in it, and I'm like, get my stuff ready, and I go to lean over to do something, and the fucking chair snapped from underneath me, and my ass went right into a rock, dude. I, cheek but it like bruised so oh. bad it does not feel good um just not oh. not a way to start that was like 5 30 in the morning that happens oh my like, god. god damn it i'd go home I yeah seriously thought about it. i had just put out all my decoys out i was like i'm not picking all these up i just put these out like fuck this yeah um yeah no hunting- what's your free hunting meal in the morning jim uh what Is I McDonald's used to, yet? no. So I, uh, I go early. So you can only go two hours. You can only go into the place, the refuge, two hours before it opens. But it's like first come, first serve. So you gotta be, gotta be out there first. Early. And you know me, I'm a, I'm an early riser. I like, I like calling the shots. So uh, 
but most of the time I get out there, there's no one. I'm I'm literally the only person. So I'm like, fuck, I could wake up way later. Um, you made it up in your head like it's Black Friday out there. Oh, it's fucking crazy. I'm the only hunting's the only place where I try and draw a conversation from other people and just like shoot the shit. I feel like they're way more like my, like at work, I get no people that are anywhere close to like-minded. It's just like, and so yeah. hunting, I'm like, oh, all right, I can at least sit out here. And so like occasionally yeah. a couple of years, it's like me and another guy. That's literally the us two every day waiting out front, just shooting the shit. And that's nice. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe a Facebook group. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've tried Hunters of Silicon Valley. They have uh, no that that gets too squirrely because then you're giving up. Then you're get, inviting too many people out to the hunting spot. Just let yeah. let the people that know about it know about it. But uh, hey, if you know, you know. If you know, don't ask, you know. don't tell. Uh, hmm, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, my pre my pre hunt meal. It's not even a yeah. I guess it is. I used yeah. to go a sleeve of powdered donuts. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Low coffee. I now I just go call. Co- I just go a big thermos of coffee. I don't eat. So yep. this is before my coffee days. Uh, back when gotcha. I was eating. so it'd be a sleeve of donuts, a Red Bull, and then a bottle of Coke. Just just waiting on the side for me to get my hands into once once uh, shit gets popping off. Um, but there's, I mean, nothing better. You do that, and then you wear no earplugs for the first round of shots, and you are awake. There's nothing. Oh like, yeah, nothing. That no smelling salts needed. Absolutely not. Just the smell of gunpowder. Now, Jim, baby. are you are you a donuts or a bagels guy? Like, if you had to pick one, no cream cheese, no locks, just just a donut or just a bagel. Recently, I've been just a bagel guy, but in my past, like I've had thousands of more donuts than i've had bagels like it's not even close yeah um, i think bagels would be the popular pick there you know but for me if you don't got cream cheese and lox just give me the donut yeah and that's i feel like that's how i am uh, most of the time but like i would get tired of like you said one the rest of your life i would say bagels but like more often than not I would probably pick the donut, <laughs> like yeah. a nice stands glazed donut. How how do you? Pass I was gonna that say up? best donuts. What what are the best donuts? Stands. Like, it's not am even I close. crazy for saying Krispy Kreme glaze. They're good, but they're too sweet. Yes, they're glazed. Yeah, yes, they're oh, glazed. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't feel like an authentic like Willow Glen donut shop. You Have know you had I mean? stands? Which one is that? By Jake's? No, 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 no. That's uh, Manly's, I think. Uh, I forget. That one's not even like a donut shop anymore. It's out. Is Dan's by Mojo? No, it's out in like. That's the one. If you know, you know. (laughs) That's Manly's. That that is Manly's over by Mojo. That one's been a staple for centuries. Um, But no, this one, they they specialize in their glaze. It's kind of like Krispy Kreme, but it's like a fat glazed donut. And it's the Mm -hmm. best donut. It's over like saratoga area and it's like there's mm. a line out the door every morning like you have to wait they like you go in say a dozen glaze throw a 20 on the table and like that's that's the deal it's so good next time you're here i'll have to i'll have to bring you one because it's like n- the best n- nothing compares um speaking of we got some plans in motion for uh for the great return of thanksgiving Ooh, which is which is coming. I mean, it's November, Jim. I mean, snuck up on us it's quick. coming up here. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, Your excuse. Kendall Brown, Matt Melendrez, and I 
are going to be road tripping. Ooh wee! Back home, might stop off, pick up Hunter in uh, in Santa Monica. We'll see what's going on. <laughs> we don't know. Hunter, make it stop. Hunter's the type of guy, I, and we we love Hunter, but he's going to make you guys stop off there, and then at the last minute be like, oh, "I'm not going. I just wanted to see see the boys for Thanksgiving real yes. quick." <laughs> Which totally I totally would, <laughs> totally would. But looking forward to that, you know, I kind of like the flexibility of the drive, you know, 100%. and just the boysness of just hitting the road with the boys. Maybe some suds in the back seat. Don't tell anyone. Eee. We'll see. Maybe maybe a little. Uh, Put the beer can inside of the McDonald's cup. Classic straw. move. I learned, yeah, I won't say who I learned that one from, but that's a, that's a classic move right there. That's a, a shoreline I, I, I actually, on the way to shoreline. I actually try not to drink in the car because that I did get a Halloween uh, ticket. Yeah, Halloween and slow. Which could have gone way worse. Don't know if I've ever told this story, but that was one of know. like the first you told on here. But I mean, do tell again okay. if, if no, you would no, like. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. But I did get a ticket for for having an open container in the back seat. So now I'm always trying to like not make the same mistake twice, but at the same time, it's kind of nice just to have a, a sip of some ice cold beer. Dude, it's crazy. Like, there's I I never want to drink, but like. When you're on a road trip, something just seems right. You know what I mean? Like just sitting back it in the seems car. Right about it, right? Like, Come it's on, crazy. Like, I'm not. No, we are not advocating for drinking and driving at no, all. Sir. We're talking about the boys in the back seat who are just bored and just want to have a few. Exactly, you know? and I think it's because I think mine stems from wanting to drive. You know what I mean? It's like okay, if I'm not driving, at least let me fucking <laughs> take a load. Not worried about here. dying. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean. I remember going up to Tahoe and there was just some debauchery going on. I'm like, there's like, even with us, like, what are we doing? Like looking back, like this is stupid, stupid. Um, some great, some great Tahoe trips have been made. I'm really glad about that. Thinking back on it. A lot of my travel has been like within California slash like next to California slash just United States in general. You know? Yeah, but that's most like, dude. I feel like most people don't leave the state, and like California is yeah. so big. Like, they're think they thought at one time of breaking into five states. So it's like to even go to bordering states is like a trek. Jefferson, yeah, Jefferson, the state Cal of Jefferson, the state of Jefferson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would have been sick. No, dude. Northern California is where all the uh, the hippies live, dude. From the from like the hippie movement back in the day, Hayden Ashbury. Big time. I think they all live up in like humble Eureka. Um, Eure Eureka. Eureka. Yeah, dude. I'm reading, listening, reading a book right now yeah. about Laurel Canyon um, and the start of like the hippies yeah. in the CIA. It was one that got brought up on Rogue's podcast, but it was yeah. like, it's such a fucking good book. It's It ties into like how all these parents uh, of like the, the people that lived in, uh, Laurel Canyon. So it's like a big music scene, a big drug scene. All their parents yeah. were like high level military people. And like, they yeah. all happened to meet up in one area at the specific time and happened to be at the most influential drug time, music time in the United States. And then all of them happened to die by suicide. It's like, it goes, is that a thing, bro? There's so many people that die of apparent suicide. It's like, it's I'm yeah. halfway through Jim and there's Morrison's like 20, band, right? and Jim Morrison's band, right? dad was in the Gulf of Tonkin. He was driving the ship yeah. 
that got us into Vietnam because they said it was attacked. I mean, the shit's crazy, bro. It, yeah. It was like mind blowing. And I know a lot of it's speculation. We're drawing some conclusions here, but it's like, God, if damn. you write a book, no, if you take the time to write a long book about it, there's some, you know, oh, where there's smoke, there's fire. And that's the thing. Like, it's not like, is that a good thing? Jim? Is that saying a one or a zero in terms of that's truth? A one? Where's there yeah. never been smoke and no fire? That's what I mean. There's, there's gotta be, there's something there. I don't know. I don't know. Like, for example, like, the Jews were blamed for the Black Plague and shit back in the day. Maybe well, a little bit smoke, smoke with fire, no fire. Baby. But maybe, who knows? Who knows? Who um, fucking knows? No, that's, that or is like, true. But, like, I feel like the smoke there is, like, something else was going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily directly impacted. Yeah. There's something bigger that's Most making time, people blame. You know what I mean? Or, like, something. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I... I I dig the saying. I, I don't know. It's uh, I like it. I'm with it as well. Yeah. Most I I think I kind of live by it. You know, like you give me two sentences, three sentences about the CIA, Jim Morrison, Laurel Canyon, and I'm kind of like, all right, there's something there. Exactly. You know? like, I don't I'm, know what it is, but I'm not buying in hook, line, and sinker yet. But I'm not closed off to it. Um, exactly. Which is honestly, exactly. I feel like that's how most of the people feel. And not to get political about this, but like. You, you could tell me anything, any side politically, and if you made sense, I'd go, huh, yeah, you know what, that that makes sense. And then someone else could tell me the exact opposite, and i go, I think I'm kind of yeah. back the other way. And I just play exactly. that game all day. It's just, what have I heard recently, which is a fucked yeah. up way to live, but that's how I do it. Because we wouldn't put it past anyone, you know? Oh, yeah. Everyone's up for grabs. You can't. So, um, liars you, and haters. <laughs> they're <What's> all <laughs> no uh i forget where i was gonna go oh uh what did what did you do for halloween that's that's what i was gonna ask next uh Any, halloween pretty uneventful honestly pretty dang uneventful some of the boys went to this uh like slow halloween pb mansion party address style high school style wow yeah how was that i ended up i was just a bit under the weather so i just chilled um but the day before not to put anyone's business. One of the boys is seeing a new girl, you know, Ooh. and one and one of this one of the, said boy, you know, the girl wanted to meet some of uh, his friends, you know. Right. So was... he put together a little soiree where, you know, our friends can kind of like get together and we all pregame and go out on the town. We meet at Alex's house, all that good stuff. <laughs> so is oh. it Alex? <laughs> <You know. laughs> Oops. No, I, I, I can't say who, who it was. I'm just saying we ended up going to Moonshine. And they were all over each other. It was a beautiful thing to see. Uh, Love was in the air. Good vibes. Awesome. I brought a sick costume. It was one of those costumes where it looks like you're on the shoulders of a oh, bear. Incredible. So like, <laughs> the one from Super like, Troopers? <laughs> pretty much. Yes. Pretty much, yeah. So it's got like the legs and stuff like that. So I wore that, and then I also had a scream mask. So oh, you did go? Did you good. go sexy scream like you, you were talking? I about? didn't go sexy scream. I did scream on top of a bear. I combined the two. Respect. This Respect. Is, so we're at the pregame, and they go, "Let me see your costume." And I go, "All right," and I put <laughs> it on. I'm a scream on top of a bear, and she goes, hey, "You smoke weed?" And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "I could tell," <laughs> and I go, "Oh." 
Hulk punches the night. Okay. Uh, Go that, crazy. That was the new girl. That was one of her friends, uh, I think. I was going to yeah. say, she's feeling comfortable real quick. Right? Um, I respected it. I knew what it was. It yeah. was it was kind of a pick-me moment, I will say that. But it was kind of like a, you know, like, I want to be one of the boys moment. Yeah. You know? A little like, razz. Like, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm here, yeah. Um, uh, There was nothing no, better. You're not. <laughs> you're not. Uh, back in the day, I would all. That was literally all my costumes were like last minute. Just combine shit. Fuck it. Throw it together. Make do. Um. Uh, what was? It? Oh, Todd. Best costume you saw this year? Ooh. Did you see any standouts? There was no. Jay Roach hit the uh, Taylor, oh. uh, the Travis Kelsey, and and uh, he brought a Swifter. Oh no, that's a horrible with, with the face on it. That was that's no, it was good. That's so overplayed. I, oh, I he brought a swift. Oh, oh, a swifter. Oh, like it actually, like, like a swift. I thought yeah, you were. I thought you were yeah, talking yeah. like a like calling a girl like a swifter. I was like, oh, that's no. overplayed. That's funny. That's good. Not a swifty, a swifter. Back yeah. in a hundred percent. Um, Mitch was Captain Crunch. That was good. I thought that was. Oh, I did see uh, Captain Underpants. Actual uh, shirtless. Actually shirtless, but just underwear. It was like sports bra and like oh a tidy whitey like like Calvin Klein vibes, you know. Mm. Now, I feel like she's trying too hard with that. No, it's like just put some clothes on. You can you can do something else. I thought she looked great. To be honest, I'm sure some people After... could pull, some people could pull it off. What can I say? I just thought it was wholesome. It brought me back, you know, to the wholesome. You thought that was wholesome? Get the fuck out of here! You, I did, dude. Compared to a lot of other things, pig. at least it had at least she had a concept. Captain Underpants, like it's a it's a good reference. It's a 2000s I, reference. I guess she just tied a red blanket around reference. her neck. It's childhood associated. She tied a red blanket around her neck. Something like that. That's it. Everything else was just at her house. Jim, it sounds like you think like like sexy costumes are a zero, like no, one or a zero. Like trying like, too hard, like, like that. Are, are you, trying are, to wear nothing. Do you think it's do you think it's a beautiful thing for society that women dress up seductively on Halloween? Yeah. Or are you like now? I say do whatever you want. I'm just saying, trying too hard to to do that to wear nothing is like. Everyone sees. Everyone knows what you're doing. Like, that, I don't know. That just seems overplayed. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, I let's, hear you. let's get it together. How we old, need a male how equivalent. Old are we? What's the male equivalent? This um, is what I'm getting at, Jim. The male is exactly equivalent is a funny costume. That's that's the male equivalent because you're not getting pussy wearing a costume other than Whoa. having it be funny. Am I right? Like, there's no like if you wear a serious costume, you come in wearing. A full no, suit of metal. Zara, Zara, what's that movie? Uh, Zoro. That's funny. Zoro's funny. You come in with a pencil stash and a fucking and a sword. That's a vibe. Okay, that's funny. I see. <laughs> but you come in a full yeah. knight costume of real metal. People are like, "Who the fuck is this weirdo? <laughs> Can this guy <laughs> leave?" You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you can't go too hard. There's there's a fine yeah. line. Um, but I think that's the male equivalent. You know what I mean? Funny, funny's yeah. what's getting you there. Uh, funny wins. Funny wins. Funny wins. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Sneak <laughs> peek teaser to our draft tonight. Hey. Ooh, I forgot we were doing that. I, I took a couple Come back after the break. Come back after the break. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Life hurts, man. Life hurts. Life uh, hurts. <laughs> Life hurts. Yeah. Uh, on brand it says cue dramatic music public service announcement it's not a bird it's not a plane it's a ball trimmer sent from space gentlemen our friends over at manscape have been working night and day to bring you a below the waist grooming experience like none other with their brand new lawnmower 5.0 ultra we're talking a next generation trimmer with the interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine upgrade your grooming game to the Ultrasphere this year by going to Manscaped for 20% off plus free shipping with code TROF. High tech for low places. And now they're talking high tech, low places. I'm talking high tech, high places as well. This thing goes pubes, head. I don't really give a shit. It trims it all. And I lather it up with some nice lotion at the end. God damn, Manscaped does it all. The best. I mean, AI is cool, but I think this might be the best technological advancement the world has ever seen. Every man knows how scary it can get when going for a close shave below the belt. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Inside this package, you'll find the star of the show, the Lawn Mower 5.0 Ultra. This fifth-generation trimmer features two interchangeable next-gen skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top and then a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. We also have the dual LED spotlight to provide a contrast for multiple skin tones, three length setting combs, and oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? No more wet shaving down there. Count me in. This bad boy also features dual LED spotlights providing catch. Contrast on multiple skin tones so you can shed some light on your darkest places. We're we're talking three length setting combs. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? <laughs> this thing will have you going in circles. This right here is on the cutting edge of cutting pubes. Upgrade your ball trimmer and your life will follow. Wow, you didn't mention that, but you did mention the LED spotlight twice. It must be that bright. <laughs> Thanks for the ad read. Uh, get 20% off plus free shipping with code TROF at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code TROF at manscaped.com. I promise you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. Get yours today, folks, at Manscaped. Peace. Uh, Halloween though, I went over to the Meeker's house. They're reviving the old Westgate, uh, tradition slowly, but surely there was only a few houses doing it, but I got to say, uh, Todd, Todd Jr. Put on a show at, uh, Leanne's house. I mean, had the popcorn machine running full steam from six to like 9 PM. Um, they had mallows, uh, full popcorn machine, literally line, a house and a half down of just kids waiting. They were like, we don't want candy. We want popcorn. Perfect. Freshly popped popcorn. Great treat on Halloween. Just eating as you go. It's not sweet. It takes away. It's a little savory to the sweet. Um, But it was, and they've done that for years. And then they kind of went away with it. uh, Like after their grandparents, like stop doing it. Um, But now the kids are old enough. They're like, fuck, we want to take over. So they did that. And then they also do, a fire pit, which I thought was pretty sketch, just an open fire pit. Like 
and put it in the front yard and let kids roast mallows. Hmm. Kind of sick, but also feels yeah, like a like huge it. liability. Let's not overthink it. Yeah, it's a liability, but let's, <laughs> let's kick it old school. You um, know what I mean? But yeah, no, exactly. Very old school. And people love that too. It's Halloween. Get excited. And surprisingly, no dickhead kids. I would have thought for sure, like, there's because they're, they're giving them like wood skewers. There was no like toss the skewer in the fire when you were done. It's please, thank you. I was impressed to say the least. Well, I tell you, I think the next generation of kids are going to be the most well behaved in real life and just menaces online. Ah, uh, yeah, I think. Like, I don't think there'll be a problem in person. I think that's kind of my vibe. I could see that. Yeah. Because everyone's too afraid to get in trouble. They're self-censoring. Is that the yeah, worst type of censoring? They don't care about the real world. They're, you know, they don't care about real life. They're going to be themselves, the real self on the internet. But I even should. then, I feel like the internet's, like people are going to start making you sign up on websites with IDs and shit. You know what I mean? Like at some point, because that's the only way to combat troll accounts or fucking just losers. You know what I mean? Bro. Speaking of troll accounts, all that shit, mm -hmm. Elon and Zucks, dude, Zucks with the torn ACL. Welcome to the club, brother. Oh um, my god! You, and Kirk or and fucking Daniel Jones and Kirky with the ACL or the uh, Achilles. Kirk with the Achilles. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers coming back against the Dolphins. I heard that's what December. I was. Wow! Did you see him today walking around throwing passes before the game? Throw Dropping throwing passes, back. throwing 55-yard bombs, bro. Sick. Um, he could do that with just his wrist, though, so it's yeah. not that big of a deal, I feel like. But No, for sure. Either way. Um, what were we talking about? Who did about? you have it? What? Zucks versus Elon. Oh, oh, I know Zuck, we talked about it Zuck, Elon. Uh, honestly, in its full MMA? Yeah, full MMA. I, you got to take Zuck. You got to take the trained man. And I know... Elon talks about the walrus move and it, Elon's not, not training. He's not an idiot. Like he goes on Rogan and he's saying, I'm just going to do the walrus and lay on top of him." And Rogan's looking at him like you're fucking mental. If you think that's going to work. Wow. Shadows. Uh, they make weight classes for a reason. No. Yeah. But I don't know. I've Elon, he, he's got to be doing a little jujitsu. He's probably, he could probably get like, a nice confident white belt by the time the fight happens. Well, that's what I mean. He's been trained, not he's trained with like John Donaher, Gordon Ryan, who are the top of the heap in jujitsu, literally the best coach and the best practitioner. Um, so he's trained with them a little bit with GSP too. GSP's on Elon's side, sick. Um, and that's that that's for Rob's hobby is too. That's kind of the cool thing. Like people are that's kind of choosing sides. Um, uh, but. The thing is, he's going to train a little bit, but I've seen guys that are blue belts that are like 150 pounds just dismantle guys that, granted, are like day one, day two guys, but it's like... Yeah. But if, it's not MMA either. Exactly. I was going to say, if Elon can learn how to stuff a takedown and throw a fucking bow, just a fucking chicken wing right to the head, Zuck's going to die. Um, That's what I'm trying to say, man. But they I think wanna... I got Elon. Where did where was Elon Musk born? Does anyone know the answer? South to that? Africa. Oh, okay. yeah, I do believe he's South African. If, uh, um, and like, there's big controversy. He's supposedly rich growing up. They say his parents owned a mine, which is just kind of 
what the business is down there, but they make it seem like Elon was a slave owner and all this. And I'm like, all right, pump the brakes a little bit. One, I don't think it's true, but two, I think there's a fine line between, between the two. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's sketch Zuck though with the knee kind of a puss. I saw his wife giving him a horse bath in the hospital and I'm like, what are we doing here? Like wiping him down with a washcloth. I'm like, Hey, we're, you're a grown man. Why wash your own ass? Like what the fuck? Yeah. Also like maybe it's time to rethink what we're doing with the whole jujitsu combat sports when you're just, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, I mean, I'm glad that he does it right. That's good. Everyone should do it. It's commendable. Yeah. And I'm sure it was a freak accident. Like think about how many UFC fighters like Conor McGregor got scissor sweeped and snapped his ACL. I forget what fight it was right before, but, uh, right before a big fight. So it's like shit happens. How do you think you would fare against, uh, Mark Zuckerberg in a jujitsu match? No comment. Uh, no, I know. I'll answer if you don't want to. I'll give you. How do you think you would do? Or are you giving your analysis to me? Me, I'd probably lose. I would probably lose. Yeah, no, you You would definitely strangle that man. Ah, I'm not. I'm not much of a strangler. I will say that though. I'm not much of a strangler. I'm more. Actually, that's not true. I don't know what would happen. Jujitsu's a weird game. You got the length, Jim. You got to wrap him up in a body triangle. That's usually what happens. It's a body triangle, or I like my thing. I'm sure we've talked about this. Is the buggy choke, and it's uh. It's when like a guy, you're in a guy's side control. A guy's got you in side control, and he's like thinking, yeah. "Hey, this is cake, right?" And he's like starts yeah. working, starts moving your head towards the hip, and uh, I don't want to demonstrate it, but you throw like you throw your hand through here, and then your leg over, and you fucking strangle the shit out of him, and it goes from being his position to him tapping out, and there is nothing sweeter than that. I've gotten so many, I wouldn't say high level guys by any yeah. means. Cause it's like a high level guy is just going to stuff my yeah. hip right away. But like guys that should know better and just like, don't really see that move that often. And they get put in it and they're like, well, fuck like now I'm fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I would try and get Zuck in a buggy choke. That's what I would do. Cause that's what makes highlight reels right there. That's what dreams are made of, right there. And Jim, who's your who is your jujitsu Michael Jordan? Like, not who's the, but like who's your Gordon Ryan? They're the same two. Yeah. The and who would actually Henner's great, but you would Hodger's more people say is the goat just because of his ADCC, like his tournament wins and stuff like that. Um, yeah. but this guy has like double the wins of Hodger. Uh, he's been doing it longer. He, he was a black belt, uh, since he's like legally been allowed to, but he, uh, he's also on mass amounts of steroids and is sick all the time, but they don't test for it. So he says, why would you not take steroids if they're not testing? Like I can train every day because of this. And that's why he's the, best. you know what I mean? Like, Right. I want to be the greatest. I'll pay the fucking sacrifice. Yeah, right. I'll but he is massively fucked up. <laughs> like he's sick and like he can't compete more than like once or twice a year at this point. Never worth it. And he's 20, yeah. 28, 27, 28. It's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. And Legend. he's unanimously the goat. Like it's not even, not even a question anymore. Um, but Craig Jones, another guy, Craig Jones is sickest. That's the guy that like, 
he's the funny guy. He's, he's so good that he'll just go in there and like mess around with you and like tap you out in a funny, like he's that guy that just like is going for content in tournaments. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like he hit a, yeah. uh, like a heel hook on a guy between his legs while wearing they're sick. They, they call themselves the B team cause they always get silver medals and they just like embrace it. Cause they lose the fucking that Gordon Ryan guy. Um, uh-huh. but they just took the bulls logo and put it on a rash guard and got a cease and desist. And we're like, okay, perfect. We made enough for like one tournament for our team. We won't make any more. And so he just does shit like that. It's like wear shirts that say, keep jujitsu gay, like just an idiot, but the best. Yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. Um, idiots. the best who now kind of going off that, who's your favorite athlete right now? Dude, my favorite NBA athlete of all time, Ooh. not even just right now, is Victor Wembanyama. Wow, <laughs> what? And it already was before he even got into the NBA, just because I love, like, if I were ever to make a creative player on a game, I would always make them literally as tall as possible. 100%. <laughs> and as good as possible, and that's what it's like watching him play. And it's unreal watching him play. It's so fun. I love... Like, I'm just so grateful we get 82 games of just, like, randomly pulling up Twitter or whatever and seeing Wembenyama fucking highlights because they're incredible. He's so fun to watch. He's must-see TV. I fucking love him. Now, I, I agree. And watching him versus KD was like watching two fucking spiders fuck. It was insane. It was weird. Um, it was like watching an old spider get fucked by a bigger, <laughs> younger spider. That's what there, it was like. There you go. Um, yeah. But what do you think his longevity is? Do you think we're getting a Yao Ming type situation? Or do you think this man's good to go? Because I see him, he's getting in full, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what you call it, like that forward plank where you're touching, like, pretty much your forearm to your toes. Like, he's got. Or, yeah, forward fold, yeah. Yeah. I, it, so it's crazy flexibility. I think he's doing all the right things, but I think the way that he moves, there's no way he'll move like that in six years. Mm. He's 19 years old right now. He's limber. Everything's right. And the way he moves is the most impressive part. Like he's fully in control of his body, his balance. Like that's what I was going to say. His body awareness. He knows where to place his foot. He's not stepping on guys going, you know what I mean? It's graceful. Seven, five crazy, but his, but his footwork is better than people that are seven feet. Like I've never seen a seven footer with footwork like him since like Shaq pretty much. Dirk. Um, yeah, but, uh, well, just side tangent. Anyway. I, there's, there's yeah, been going, no, no, no. There's TikToks going around that are like highlights of different players to like random music, like absolutely music that should not be played. Like there was a Dirk Nowitzki Paramore highlight and it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. I was like, ah, the good old days. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, Wembenyama is, it's crazy. I think, I think I need a little more time for him to breathe in the league before I start declaring an allegiance towards him. But I mean, that's the future of basketball, right? I think the future of basketball is the unicorns, the seven footers who are also skilled like a guard, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Chet, um, KD, Porzingis, the Porzingis. actual unicorn. <laughs> Kind of like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and we're seeing more and more of them, too. It's like we're, we're getting one every couple years now as opposed to one every decade. It's like there's yeah. 
more guys. Like, I feel like the Warriors brought in positionless basketball, but it was, like, with all mid-sized guys, like six, seven guys. But then the next evolution of that is positionless basketball with all seven-footers. Could you imagine? It's like playing the Monstars in fucking <laughs> Space Jam. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, exactly. But... but Wembenyama today, I know we haven't seen that much, but I mean, is he the best player in basketball? Like, who would you, who would you trade Wembenyama for? Who would? Now, uh, I feel like those are two different questions. Would you because... trade Wemby for Luca right now? No, but I would build a team over with Luca over Wemby right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I've. It's it's too. So why not make the trade? Because uh, I feel like you're going to get more out of Wemby long term. Like right, I'm saying like if you have right. a team right now, right. you're going to want Luca. But like long term, I think Wemby he, he's going to pull into that leadership role. He's going to be the dude. He's going to be like a Tim Duncan. As long as Pop's there, he's going to be yeah. a dude. Um, but yeah. right now Luca's been there, done that. I think you got to. Um. I don't know. I, I maybe Jokic. You trade Wemby for Jokic. Denver would never. You can. Denver would never even think about it. So, but neither would the Spurs. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. It would definitely have to be like a package deal that really made the Spurs better. But I'm thinking that they should. They should not give Wemby a second contract. They should just trade him after the first five years. Wow. Even if everything goes. If everything goes because he's you know like. He might get hurt. He's big, tall, that type of thing. I, I mean, I see that, but at the same time, I like, feel like trade high. Like he'll be the most valuable player in the whole league. Why would anyone want to come to the Spurs then? You know what I mean? But I guess yeah. at the same time, the dynamic of the league could be totally different. We could be seeing a college football. If you're not playing, fuck it, go anywhere type atmosphere more right. so than like I feel like it's already becoming more of a thing. Requesting trades. Um, Hard into the Clippers. Kind of sick. No, dude. For who? Who is I that mean, at sick this for? Point, you like might as well just Philly. fucking grab grab all the guns you can get. Dude, watching him come into the locker room for the first time and Westbrook just kind of like, you could see he was happy, but at the same time it was just kind of like, fuck, like, <laughs> yeah, damn it, yeah. Um, which is crazy that they're back together, but I I don't know James Harden. He's great if he likes where he's playing, but the minute adversity hits, it's like rut row. My, of course, yeah. My thing with that trade though is that if one thing's for sure, one out of those four guys is not going to be there when you need him. You know, yeah. so it's like it almost makes sense to get the fourth guy because it's like one of those guys will probably be hurt anyway. So now you I got that I mean. third guy to kind of step up, kind of keep him in a rotation. But at the same time, he's not gonna. He's got to be the guy. You know what I mean? That's the problem with yeah. like Russ has been fine taking a back seat and like as much as he doesn't want to, he does. But like Harden's never been able to do that. Rosa Parks it every time, dude. Rosa Parks. Exactly. Uh, no. Did you see that when they played the Lakers, uh, Russ went and stood off on the other side of the court and didn't shake Braun's hand pregame? I was like, that's – Whoa. need more of that in the NBA. Fuck all this buddy-buddy shit. I want hands thrown. Right. So and sick. shout out Dylan Brooks, man, on the Rockets. No Got way. a lot of young talent over there. He's been balling out, man. I'm not a fan of his particularly, but it's like he gives that he gives that edge. 
He's not going to shake hands with guys. Like, at least oh, he's oh, bringing some of that 80s. You know what I mean? He brings some of that. For sure. And that's because I feel like <laughs> it's more of a chicken and the egg. I feel <laughs> like guys weren't shaking his hand first. So he's like, all right, fuck y'all. <laughs> and then yeah. then he became the dickhead. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't exactly. know. Um, last thing I want to touch on before we get drafting is how about them Raiders? Holy Bro. smokes. So, as we know. Our good friend Beefies had a college roommate, Josh Love. Yeah, he's on the Vikes, right? No, Josh Oliver is oh, on the oh, Vikes. Oh, 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 Josh my bad. Love yeah. played high school football at Cal Poly Tech. I see where right? this is going. If I'm saying this right. With Schmiss and, and the coach that left Cal Poly Tech High School to be the coach of the Raiders is one Antonio Pierce. So. Shout out Antonio Pierce. <laughs> Shout out Cal Poly Tech. I didn't know that. And I love the moves. I love the moves by the Raiders. I mean, they might one day be a 500 team. Like, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it happen. Like, <laughs> they are on their way to, like, maybe one day be 500. So... Shout out all the Raiders fans out there. Shout out to the Raiders. But for real, shout out to Antonio Pierce. That is His sick. Press I didn't... What made you want to be the coach for the Raiders? Well, I was born, you know, I was born in South Central LA. I was born a Raider. Kind of sick. And that's what the, the way the boys rallied around them that quick too, smoking cigars in the locker room. It was like they won the Super Bowl now that McDaniels was gone. It was crazy. Yeah, here's my thing. They legalized, I'm pretty sure they legalized or like they made it that you're allowed to smoke weed as an NFL player. Right. Why would you be allowed to smoke cigars in the locker room and not be able to smoke weed in the locker room? It's more of a getting other people high thing. I think I was gonna say, but you get other people fucking high with your fucking cigar smoke. Different, like a certain high. type. Different, yeah, way exactly. different. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a great question, and I feel like, hey, you're a billion dollar organization. Maybe build some filters in your locker room that will suck all the smoke out, so boys can be yeah. blowing in here. Uh, How about a cigar room? It would be that easy. Um, yeah. Or just make your cigar look like, or make your blunt look like a cigar. Roll, roll a nice fatty and just. I was looking at a lot of those cigars in that <laughs> What's locker room. What's his name? Trust me, I was looking for. Who's the white guy? Uh, fucking. Max Crosby. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, Max the amount of times he almost dropped the N-words in videos this week was absolutely crazy. <laughs> He was like, uh, and then he just like rolled over. But I'm I like, heard gingers get the pass. I don't know if that's true. And that's I did hear that's that. with dyslexia. They get the pass. You feel me? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, redheads, by the way, is what I meant. Um, well, gingers worked better because if you disassemble the, the letters in gingers, it's a different word, too. That's what makes it funny. Um Oh my God! Don't make ah. <laughs> that's like an old South Park joke. <laughs> from I didn't. Way, way, I don't know. I, I wasn't allowed to watch that. I, I felt bad even talk. saying it. Oh wow! South Park's classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Nah, Good laughs. The the best. They they're the only ones that are grandfathered into doing whatever they want nowadays. Um, but yeah, Raiders the sickest. I mean, they're they're Nevada's team. I don't know why we're talking about him. Because McDaniels is a bitch, but it's the Raiders. Fuck the Raiders. But next week I am going to be catching a game at SoFi Stadium. So ooh, who's playing? Looking forward to that. Vegas Stadium is on my bucket list. I'm going to be seeing the Chargers Lions. Lions. 
Chargers, that's sick, both up. And the Lions, thought to be a Super Bowl contender at one point this year? God, I have a story. It might have to be for next pod, but last time I went to SoFi Stadium, went to a game with uh, the Della Roaches and a friend of theirs, or maybe a friend of a friend of theirs, who uh, was in a fraternity with Jared Goff. Oh, boy. And wouldn't say three sentences in a row without mentioning Jared Goff's name or how Jared Goff got them all jerseys once he made it or just Such like Such a fucking boner, he, you know, dude. How he got all the Berkeley pussy in the world. This guy was like 4'11", compensating out the ass. Like he was cool until he got drunk and then it was just like, <laughs> all right, we we get it. You, you want to fuck Jared Goff. I was going to say, it, is there anything weirder than <laughs> pussy bragging for your friend? That's like a weird, like, yeah. odd. Um, But I love it. I mean, right. Good brothers. Times brothers um, he almost got thrown off the balcony but that's neither here nor there by a rams fan uh something like that yeah it's funny um love that all right well let's get into the draft i don't want to say last week was the biggest lopsided victory in troughs talk history but uh who won <laughs> it, it wasn't even close brother you lost like 80 to 20 it was it was a bad harry one. potter and star wars that was i was getting i was getting comments finding nemo what is is this guy smoking crack nemo was tough. that was a tough one um but yeah no that was a, a lopsided victory um but today i i didn't know which way we we're going with this we said we're drafting comedians is this did we say stand-ups or is That's this, what I was okay, same, same, same. And it, and next qualifier is this all time right now? Our favorite? Yeah, it's like you know, our favorite, like our favorite all time. Okay, comedians. All right, perfect. Yeah, you know, uh, we're putting together our, our our own little open mic here, Jim. All you right, so if mean? we had we a comedy festival, you you're putting together your little lineup. We'll see who's <laughs> which stage people want to go to. You okay. know. All right. All right. All right. I like this. Um, now, with that being said, I'll let you take the first pick. Let me flip this shit. Boom. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. One more. There it is. Oof. Thought we'd broke hey. it. All right. Lead us off. All right. First pick of my uh, stand-up comedians draft here. This is a tough decision. Don't know which way to go with it. Uh, I think I'm going to go with someone that you might be drafting. You know, oh, no. he might be on your board here. I got some other sleepers that I'm going to go grab later. But um, give me a uh, give me Bill Burr. Oh wow! Like, g- g- give me Bill Burr What's in the traffic. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the I best Boston this. accent, but. Uh... No, he fucking, <laughs> he got to get to the car. Uh, no, okay. Bill Burr has one of the greatest rants of all time. Have you seen it uh, against the, the city of Philadelphia? Yes. Incredible. We've probably talked about it on here. Um, but it's like 10 minutes of he's opening for Dom Irera and the people hate Dom Irera. And he goes on a, a 10 minute rant about fuck Philly cheesesteaks, fuck Rocky, fuck you mm-hmm. pieces of shit, you fucking scumbag. And just on and on and on. And it was so good. And Legendary. It, and like, 
at minute five, Philadelphia, they, they started respecting the shit out of him. They're like, this is this might be our new king right here. We fucking love exactly. this guy. Exactly. It could uh, have been a more perfect kind of like match, you know? Oh, yeah. Where it's like, that's the only way you could win them over. They were going to shit on you unless you shit on them. Exactly. Um, but yeah, love Bill Burr. He got a new movie out right now or has a new movie out. Uh, Old Dads. It's on Netflix. Not uh-huh. as not his best work. Let's just say he's a better I scrolled past it. Better yeah. stand up. Um but yeah, no, legend. And he just has a podcast where he rants. A, a solo one man just fucking let's let's go of shit. And it's uh amazing. Bill Burr. Love it. Lock him in number one. Now, with you taking Burr, I, I'm going strategic here because I'm hoping you're not gonna take guys I will. But uh, if you said, Hey, I have a stand up show, who who are people gonna want to see the most? And this Seinfeld. is a pandering pick a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go with Dave Chappelle. Oh. And now I'm not the biggest Dave Chappelle guy nowadays, but his old stuff, I mean, unbeatable. Uh guy been doing it since he was like sixteen. Uh, he's a little too preachy now, though. He's a fucking laughs at his own jokes. He's a social like, commentator a little bit more so. Exactly. But it's like the comedian, like he he has mastered the craft of sort of storytelling and making a point. Exactly. Right? And so it's still like, finding you know, like, the comedy and the little things of it. Those are the voices that sometimes are needed for clarity at some points. So I feel like he's kind of taken on that role to be like the guy to push through, almost like John Stewartish. He's yeah. a social commentary. Yeah, almost get into like John Stewart type bag. But either way, man, master at his craft. Um, I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and he's he's one of the few guys. He's like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg gets to smoke weed wherever he wants. Dave Chappelle gets to smoke cigarettes wherever he wants. And there's so yeah. many stories of people being like like him smoking, like, oh, I didn't know I could smoke here, and him pulling out a cigarette and and just being like, Tom, you're with Dave Chappelle, bitch. And like, that's, yeah. that's yeah. it. It's so good. Um, but yeah, Dave Chappelle, uh, legend. Uh, round two. I love it. Now, this is a personal favorite. It might not be other people's favorite, but it's a personal favorite of mine. Don't do I it. had to go grab him. The king of physical comedy. Been doing this since the Mad TV days. Give me Mr. Brian Callen. It's the fighter and the kid because we back at it again and the fighter and the kid. Brian, the kid, Callan, man, just no one funnier, honestly. The the thing that I love most about Brian Callan is that he doesn't turn off his comedy. There's no I'm on stage and I'm off stage. He's always on stage. Uh, Yeah, and he's the biggest exaggerator ever, and it's in the funniest way. Like there's some guys that tell a story and it's like, all right, that's like, too close to being believable where you're like, ah, eh, you're a liar. Like with Brian Callen, he's just yep. like so far out there. You're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Um, yeah. and there's nothing like fu- he likes to talk about himself, like very boisterously, but it's like in a way that he's a comedian. So, you know, he's kind of like kidding fucking around. Yeah. But his friends and still shit like on him for it, which is the best part. That's the other thing. He, he knows that if you're going to be that guy, that you have to be the, what people do to the guy that puts himself up on the high horse is they knock him down. So he knows that he's going to be the punch, punching bag and he knows how to play off it. I just think he's fucking hilarious. 
Um, definitely. And when he's podcasting with Shab, he's infinitely funnier. So it's like, it makes him seem even, <laughs> even funnier. It's a little cherry on top. Um, he got a little bit preachy in some of his, uh, in some of his later specials, I gotta say, but he's just got classic stuff. He's just got yeah. classic stuff out there. Yeah. They all, they my favorite all do. Callen joke is the, uh, sorry to cut you off no. there, Jim. My whole, my favorite Callen joke is the, uh, yeah, you know, this is, uh, comedy is it's really hard like you know there's a lot of great men but you know i'm better than all of them at, at comedy you know like martin luther king like <laughs> oh, important but wasn't really much of a silly goose Not a albert einstein like yeah i mean he had a sense of humor but you didn't see him making many dick jokes you know it's good even point. jesus a a a jesus was funny he goes he goes did i just start my comedy special by saying i'm funnier than god um, but Callan is. I butchered that. I told myself I wasn't going to repeat these comedians' jokes because I knew. It I've been do trying. It, it's so hard to fucking nail the timing, <laughs> <laughs> and even if you do, it's it's. I don't know. I don't, well, there also the, was the, the uh, study that came out that said American men have sex twice a week, while Chinese men, I think married men, have sex uh, twice a year. And I was like, "That's crazy," because I didn't even know I was Chinese. Dead on. <laughs> yeah. That is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Give me the bells. <laughs> um. All right. Round two. Now I'm going into to my comedians. These are these are the dogs. Uh. This guy been in Adam Sandler movies. He's mm. kind of a afterthought in movies. Never really plays the main role, but. He's funny because he doesn't give a fuck if other people think he's funny. And he has he has jokes that have 20-minute setups, and then there's a punchline. And that person is Norm fucking McDonald, the legend. Mm. Um, he's one where his, his comedy special I can listen to on repeat. Um, he's got this one joke on Conan. I'm not going to butcher it, but he basically, the, the punchline of the joke is <laughs> this guy's getting, <laughs> getting molested by Leslie Kitchener. And it's like, it's, it's a 10 minute setup for a, a punchline. That's not funny at all. And that's what makes it so fucking funny. He like notoriously walks crowds and doesn't care. Well, walked crowds. He's dead now. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. Norm. Um, but yeah, just one of the funniest guys I've ever heard in my entire life. Yep. Good call. Um, I like it. Yeah. And then oh, I was going to say something else, but fuck it. Uh, yeah. And he's one of like the, the Sandler boys. So it's like him. I didn't know he was a Sandler guy. That was surprising. Yeah, so he's like, he's what in were... Big Daddy or uh, not Big Daddy. Oh. Uh, Billy Madison. Oh, okay. He's like the yeah. the friend that does the pickle races, one of the two fucking weirdo friends. Um, and then he's in a bunch of other random movies. Uh, another Ch- Chappelle guy too, but oh, Norm a comedian's comedian. You know what I mean? I feel like he's one of those guys a lot of the comedians really respected. Exactly. Um, never had his license. Canadian just said fuck. Get my license. A lot of people drive me everywhere. Uh, shit himself in the car with Sarah Silverman one time. And just blame Sarah Silverman was like, Sarah, did you shit yourself? Oh my God, this is horrible, Sarah. And like, 
like till the day he died, pretty much denied it. And then like one of his friends was like, no, he was telling me he shit himself. And he just was like, this is my way out. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's best. All right. Round three. So many tough decisions. So many tough decisions. I'm just going to trust my gut here. I'm going to go with Theo Vaughn. <laughs> nice. He's just hilarious, brother. I don't know what to tell you. And he's one of those guys where it's like, no one else could do those jokes, right? It's just the way he says them, the way you knew he grew up, his it, I'm, just hilarious. I'm trying to figure out what percentage of genius and what percentage of just like anomaly of a human being he is, you know? Like, is that just like who he is or is he a comedic genius? Like where he's like, really like, this would be funny, you know? Or is he just, does he just talk like that? You know what I mean? I think it's both. I think he knows it's funny, but like there are some of it where... There's no way you could train that out of him. But he was a completely different comedian 10 years ago. He was just like a straight down the pipe, regular ass comedian. And then like Mm -hmm. podcasting came out and people were like, what the fuck? And he's like, why am I not doing this on stage? And then boom, you got the Yovan you got today, which is six. He is the funniest guy ever um, or one of. Uh, Yeah. And the mullet. I mean, single handedly may be responsible for bringing back the mullet. The mullet is fully fucking back. And which sucks because that means I can't grow it out anymore. That's why I've been yeah. going skinhead. You just got yeah. to battle the, uh, got to swim downstream, Same. swim upstream. There it By is. By the way, every time I come on the pod, you know, every time you see me on the it's pod fresh. with a new haircut from Manscaped, like I, I grew, I self groom like damn near twice a month at this point. So it looks good. You're getting good at getting that side. I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm getting better at it, man. Shout out Manscaped. Great products. So shout out. Big shout out. Um, shout out Manscaped. Two plugs. One, one. Yeah. Up. Um, round three. Here I go. go. Um, Theo Vaughn. Now, this guy's current guy. I think this guy's the current top dog in comedy. Ah, um, I was going to take him if I think <laughs> I, we're talking I about him um, And it's a guy that I, I mean, I hate, I hate to, to dick ride and to say I found people years and years ago, but I, I was dick riding this guy on his rise to fame, and that's going to be Shane Gillis. Um, oh. Yeah. And he's, he's only he's the top dog. What? Yeah. You think he's the top dog? For yeah. sure the funniest guy outright. Like, just line for line, funniest things that can be said come from him. Um, and he uh, his new special, he does a killer Trump impersonation, which, like, unlocks so many doors. Um, but he, yeah, yeah. He, incredible. He uh, is coming out with a new series called Tires. And it's like a mini series, like just like a TV show that him and his friends wrote. And the first episode of it is like better than any TV show I've ever seen on TV. So funny. Mm. I'm going to have to check it out. It seems like something that would be on Vice. Uh, back in the day, for sure, would have. It's just on YouTube now. I don't know where they're going to put the actual thing. But um, yeah, the dog, Shane Gillis. Got it. Got to make the yeah, list. He sent me a clip. Yeah, he was at a Notre Dame game with That's fucking right. Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn man. That's how you know he's top dog. He's hanging out with Vince Vaughn. Get excited. It's the Irish. It's Come the on, Irish, man. man. Get excited. Vince Vaughn is just like like we talked about. He's just Vince Vaughn. I'd um, say to see him do some stand up. That'd be awesome. Damn. He probably once upon a time did a bunch. Um, now, 
Now you can't making too much. Um, round four. All right, this is who I believe to be the top dog holding the crown and the belt as the best comedian in the game right now, and that's Andrew Schultz. Mm. Just headline Madison Square Garden back-to-back nights. He's got the flagrant pod, which is hilarious. Now, I got some... I think he's kind of the go-to. He can, he, he can, he can come up with shit like that. He is the best comedian for not in person for online and for other things. He is the best comedian because, and like, uh, he mastered the game early of like the internet, put it all on exactly, YouTube, like clips, put your content out there. Exactly. That yeah. sort of thing. And it's like a lot of that crowd work is pre-written as much as we like to think that's, that's all off the top of the head. He's probably done it a thousand times. And then he just caught the best one on camera and was like, that's the one. So it's like, you're, you're yeah. just seeing the best of the best. Um, I think he's a little overplayed now. I hate to say it. He's, he's yeah. a great comedian, but like uh, the flagrant, it's like they brought in too many guys. I don't need Alex. Keep Alex behind the camera. Uh, he doesn't know how to be funny. Like Yeah, the Gagnon guy. Yeah, Mark's, they got a, lot Mark's of guys. a comedian, though. Like Mark's actually funny. Yeah. Like Alex just adds tension to the whole podcast. It's like, yeah, what are we doing here? But Scholes is hilarious. His best joke is like the countries that treat the woman, the that treat women the worst have the best food. And it's like so incredibly, I don't want to say true, but like you think about it and you think about all these places like fuck. You're like yeah. go to Switzerland. Yuck. Shit. Yeah. You're getting like pickled shark or wherever the fuck. What is that? Greenland? Yeah. Like fuck off. Um, yeah. But yeah incredibly funny Schultz and yeah just That's like comedian plus businessman probably you know I would say him like, or Kevin Hart yeah Kevin Hart's up there but not on my list at all fuck Kevin Hart I know he's not that fucking he's on my phone that midget um that's because he didn't have anybody else <laughs> um all right number four oof god now I gotta stay true to myself here, cause I, I wanna I wanna pander, but I'm not gonna pander. This is another guy that will walk crowds, and I have the actual CD. It's the only CD I've had in pretty much every single one of my cars, and sometimes I just flip it on, and that is Andrew Dice Clay, and mm. he's the guy that used to do the dirty nursery rhymes like Hickory Dickory Dock, uh, or I don't know the hit. Well, I forget that one or Jack and Joe went up a hill buck or both with a buck 50 chill came down with $3. Oh, he was the O comedian. Um, but famously walked crowds. Like he would see families and just like start talking about eating the daughter sniz right in front of the dad, like pretty much looking for a fight. He was a disgusting person back in the day, but so, yeah. so funny. Like you could never do what he used to do today, but God damn it. It is like the funniest shit ever. Um, yeah. Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Gotta be good one. I've never even heard of him. I don't even know what that looks like. Who he look, what he uh, looks like. He looks, he wears a leather vest and he looks like he used to, you, you would have no idea who he is. No one, do, no one will have any idea, but I couldn't leave him off the list. He's too funny. I guess. Um, but yeah, the Dice Man. Number five. All right. It's a tough one here. It's a really tough one. I'm deciding between a couple people in my head right now. 
And I think I'm going to go with Cat Williams. Cat Williams, back in the day, had a good little run there where he was the funniest person I've ever fucking seen. Fucking laughing my dick off. You looking up Cat Williams to see who I'm talking about right <laughs> no, now? No, 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 no. I'm looking up uh, what's the one <laughs> clip of Cat Williams where he's He's go- got classic clips. No, no, no. Yeah, but it's, it's not Wendy, but he's going after... Uh, Fuck the chicks trying to be like, oh, you got a case, you have a a prison rap, like, and he's like, no, no, sweetie, uh, never convicted, and and he just starts going off on her about being fat and having a uh, a wig and shit. He's just the funniest, realest guy. The Pimp Chronicles. That's that was what was the back Pimp in Chronicles. the day. Sweating on stage with his fucking straightened hair. It was just so fucking. Funny. Nothing is more classic than black comedians and their sweat rags. I mean, if, if your black comedian yep. doesn't have a sweat rag on stage, he ain't worth the shit. I, I'm fully convinced of that. <laughs> um, I hear you. Cat Williams, though. That's a great pick. Wow. That's like a blast from the past. Like, I'll tell you who I was kind of choosing between when we get to the end of this pod, but all good. there's some, there's some tough ones to leave off here. There's some tough ones. That's what I'll go through right now. Um, so now, now that we, we got, got here um ari shafir bobby lee i've seen bobby lee's mangina twice that's like has been his closing bit since like the 90s he just tucks his dick and like i'm bobby i'm bobby ree is what he says literally in that voice and tucks his, it's like the fun like classic so good um chris rock up there uh tim dylan big jay okerson but my number five is a guy that i feel like Oh, wow. Oh, fuck. What about Louis C.K.? Louis C.K., uh, Mark Norman. Seinfeld. Um, This guy is, oh, my God. Um, I don't know where to go. Oh, All right. oh, oh. Sam Mori? Sam Morrill. No, he's great. He's like an up-and-coming. But this guy, also dead, uh, he had a little bit of a heroin problem. Uh, and this is Mitch Hedberg. Um Oh my God. Mitch Hedberg is like just a pure joke writer. Like not like his jokes don't go. It's like one line jokes. It's like you're reading like a kid's book of jokes, but all, all of his are like that. Like, do you like freely toothpicks? I'm for him. That's one of his jokes, (laughs) but it's that for an hour. And he was doing that on mass amounts of heroin and, uh, just funniest guy probably that came out of the nineties would have been a top comedian and died way too soon. He's like a Cobain of comedy. I, I actually, mm. I don't think Cobain would have been very good, but um, either, way. either way. Yeah. Mitch Hedberg. Is that it? Do I have another pick or no? That's five. That's um, oh, that hurts. Yeah. I mean, I've said some of my, I guess we go another round if you want, but no, 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 okay. Fine. Now it's let's fine. hear your honorable menchies. Kevin Hart, Patrice O'Neal, Louis C.K. was up there. I almost picked Patrice. Sam Borey, Mark Norman. Uh, Jim it. Norton, uh, fucking hilarious. Loves his trannies. Yeah. Richard Pryor, I guess, if we're going to just give some love to the goats. Rogan. Rogan's not very, it. I hate to say it, Rogan's stand-up. No, he's is, not that funny. It's very mediocre. A better podcaster than he is comedian. Um, 
Chris D'Elia, horrible, worst comic Chris I've D'Elia seen. almost picked him. No, he's so bad. Him? Dude, he's one, a pedophile, and two, yeah. horrible at comedy. We saw him in Reno. That's why I flipped a coin in my head, and I said, let me just go away from the sex offender, even yeah, though it's probably... LA Times did write something about Callan as well. But... Completely different. Callan's had no fucking backing to it. There was like a yeah. bunch of people with D'Elia. And... D'Elia? Delia's had like a hundred people being like, why didn't you interview me? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like so bad. And he just wasn't fun. Literally fell asleep. Oh, he's hilarious. Not funny. I'm telling you. His podcast is hilarious. Send me 20K. What's up, dudes? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> that not funny. Yeah, dude. Not funny yeah. at all. Maybe if you're 10 years old and your balls haven't dropped yeah. or you're a 14-year-old <laughs> girl that's trying to get audience. fucked. Yeah, maybe. That pedophile will, will slide into your DMs. But fuck that. Um, fell asleep during his comedy show. Wow. Bad. Uh, let me let me run this back. Josh, you went first pick of the draft. Bill Burr, then Brian Cowan, Theo Vaughn, Andrew Scholes, and then Cat Williams. I went Dave Chappelle, Norm Macdonald, Shane Gillis, Andrew Dice Clay, and then Mitch Hedberg. That's five. I got this week. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Uh, you probably do just because you pandered. But hey, that's neither here nor there. Uh, oh. <laughs> Thank you, folks, for doing this with us. Um, And until next time, adios. Peace.